0: welcome to a star wars story podcast a podcast honoring the stories of star wars the characters within them and the people who love them in honor of May the 4th, we will be discussing our thoughts about Peter Mayhew and his portrayal of the most lovable, most lovable Wookiee, our earliest memories of Star Wars, and submissions from our listeners telling us when they first fell in love with Star Wars. I'm your host, Brooklyn.
1: I'm your other host, Delaney.
0: And it is May the 4th, as of the day that this podcast will drop. This tomorrow.
1: <laughs> we can just pretend that it's already May the 4th. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really. It feels really weird to be almost, you know, a day away. Well, it's not going to be a day away when we when we upload this, but currently a day away from celebrating all things Star Wars, and yesterday receiving some not so great news um, in the Star Wars world, um, and. Brooklyn and I just wanted to take a moment um, to talk about the passing of Peter Mayhew and talk about our favorite moments of Chewbacca um, because he is already so dearly missed and his character is so iconic um, in the in the saga. And um, yeah, we just wanted to we just wanted to reflect um, on his character in light of his passing.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Peter Mayhew played Chewbacca in all three of the originals, um, all three of the movies in the original trilogy. He also played Chewbacca in Revenge of the Sith, and in Force Awakens as well. He um, and uh, Jonas Swatomo also they like tag teamed on Chewbacca. By that point, he had Peter May, Peter Mayhew had had uh, some knee surgery, so standing would have for like long amounts of time would have been very difficult for him. So in the Force Awakens most of the standing shots are Jonas, but all of like the sitting shots and like when Han and Chewie are sitting in the Falcon together like that was Peter Mayhew who came back. Um and he did unfortunately pass away just it was on it was on they announced it yesterday but he passed away on um April 30th. So yeah we wanted to take just a moment and just say our like our favorite Chewbacca moments throughout the saga especially the moments where Peter Mayhew was Chewbacca just with all of the life that he brought to that character he is the reason why Chewbacca is such a lovable character to this day and it's because of that heart that he put into it.
1: Yeah absolutely and I want to say too that you know, Star Wars has so many different elements to it. And there's so many things that might attract people to Star Wars. And I can almost guarantee that the character of Chewbacca could have been people's entry point into the fandom because they're so curious about, you know, what is what is this thing? What is this creature? And I I think that, you know, we have to kind of, you know, it's it's a huge loss, um, not only for the community as a whole, but for those people who this this character might have been their entry point into, you know, the fandom. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important to mention. Um, but, Brooklyn, do you want to mention your favorite Chewbacca moment?
0: Yeah, I, I, my favorite Chewbacca moment is... My favorite, like, Chewbacca kind of chunk is the last like 30 45 minutes of empire strikes back um but especially when Chewie is in like when when Chewie and leia are in the carbon freezing room and just really in that especially in the last half of empire strikes back you really get to see Chewie shine as his own character and as someone who's <laughs> not just like Han's sidekick you know he finds C-3PO and starts putting him back together and we see you know that he can pilot the Falcon without Han and just we really see the humanity in Chewie in that moment where Han says like you know, you it, you have to take care of the princess now. Like, you, like you, I want you to take care of Leia. Just not only showing that, you know, how deep that bond goes between Han and Chewie, but also just showing, you know, I think because he doesn't, you know, speak basic, he doesn't, you know, say words that we can necessarily understand. It can sometimes, he can sometimes be dismissed. But I think that in that moment, especially we see that like, you don't have to, you know, be human, be, you know anything to have that trust and to have that humanity and like Han in that moment like that's what he cares most about is making sure that Leia's okay because he's not leaving her in a good situation he's not leaving any of his friends in a good situation and he like asks Chewie to take care of Leia and to get everyone out and he knows that Chewie's going to be able to do it and I just love that moment of bonding and that, you know, that trust that we see between them and, you know, the humanity that it brings to Chewbacca.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, In that same vein, kind of, um, I really like basically any scene that I see between Han and Chewbacca, and it can be literally anything, (laughs) um, because I love... And now that we have Solo, too, to, like, kind of deepen that understanding of their relationship, you know, it really every moment that I see, you know, you really see that they're not only partners, but they're friends, they're family to each other. Um, And I love the moment. And for me, it's obviously it's it's I love it because it's very quotable. But I love the moment when you hear, you know, Chewie kind of chuckle and Han's response is laugh it up fuzzball. And Because it's just so indicative of, obviously, how close they are as friends, and the fact where he's just, like, don't mock me, basically, and but in, in still, you know, a jokey way, and um, I just... I that, love,
0: that moment is, like, the epitome of, like, what being, like, best friends with someone. Because there's, like, there's that, like, level of friendship where it's, like, oh, like, we're always nice. Like, I'm always complimenting you. And then, like, you reach that next level of friendship where you can just, like, dish on the other person. And you're just, like, listen. Yeah. Like, okay. You're awful, too. And, like, know that you still both love each other. And, like, that is it.
1: Yeah. And I, there's so many, like, I love the moment. I mean, I love the moment in The Force Awakens where he's, like like, when have you, when have I ever steered you wrong? And then Chewbacca's, like, listing things off, and, and then Han's, like, wait, what? And, like, I just love, like, the moment, like, just the fact that Chewie is, like, no, like, I'm gonna check, I'm gonna check you, like, don't, like, don't try me, like, I...
0: That's (laughs) how you know that Chewie is that loyal friend, because he will be there through anything, but he will also call you out every single time.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely, and I think that obviously, you know, Peter Mayhew was integral in the portrayal of that character. I don't think we would have the same character had it been someone else. And I'm so grateful that we had him for this long. Um, and I I hope that I, I'm, I'm sending, virtually sending peace to his family because it's a hard a hard time to lose a you know it's hard at at any moment in time to lose a family member but it's you know it's just it's never never pleasant so just wanted to just wanted to reflect on those moments to kind of maybe just kind of try to lift our spirits a little bit um but for this episode this is going to be coming out on May the 4th which if you if you don't know um, which I don't, I don't know how that'd be possible. But if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, yeah, if you don't know, May the Fourth is like the unofficial official Star Wars Day because it's May the Fourth be with you. Um, so, in honor of that, we wanted to share our, we wanted to each share our personal moments of when we first realized that we love Star Wars. So um Brooklyn what what was that moment for you
0: yeah so like I said before like Star Wars has really really always been a part of my life I don't remember a time where I wasn't aware of and have had watched Star Wars but I think my first like memory of like loving it and being like just aware of it is probably I had to admit you know like three or four, like maybe five. And I had a Princess Leia dress that I think that my grandma made me. Um, both both of my grandmas and my mom and my great grandma was also alive at the time. I have a lot of people in my life who would sew me things, so I don't exactly know who did it, but someone made the dress for me that was related to me. <laughs> and it was a Princess Leia dress and I also had – we had, you know, the toy lightsabers from, you know, just, like, the ones you would flick out and flick back in. And I would always, like – I would always play Star Wars, like, with my brother. And we always had lightsaber fights. And I just remember, like, remember being a kid and being, like, you know, I'm Princess Leia and I have a lightsaber. And now me and my brother are fighting. And, like, just – Just being a little kid and just, like, when you're that young, you can completely, completely get lost in imagination and in games that you play. And that was one of them. And that was almost, like, the most consistent one of my childhood was lightsaber fights and being Princess Leia as a kid.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. Um, I, I feel like my most distinct memory that I have was probably yeah when I was a kid I don't I don't know how old I was but I was probably around like the age of like maybe seven or eight somewhere around there I if I had to guess and I remember the kids directly across the street um they had like a big house and they had like just a ton of just like toy lightsabers like a ton and like a bunch of different colors and I remember my brother and I, we would go over there, and we would each get to, like, pick out a lightsaber to play with, and we would all, basically, it was basically, like, a combination of, like, spies, but also, like, lightsabers, like, we would hide and, like, do espionage, but if we found each other, we'd have to, like-
0: There's no consistent children's game. If you, (laughs) <laughs> Talk to at all when they're playing games like oh you're playing star wars it's like uh yeah we're playing star wars and that dude's a spy and that like there is yes. no consistency. it's like oh yeah we're playing star wars and here's about 10 other things that are also going on and like, yeah I <laughs> yeah
1: i remember i remember there were being like an element of espionage i don't know why but i remember there being one and if you like ran into someone and there was like, I don't think there was, there were teams. I think you could form alliances if you wanted to, but it had to be mutual. Like we, we weren't like, Oh, we're all going to be like, we're all going to split up on teams. It was like every man for themselves basically. Um, and I remember every single time if no one had chosen it already, I picked Mace Windu's lightsaber and it wasn't because I was particularly fond of the character. It was because I loved the fact that it was purple. So I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. It's purple lightsaber. I need, I need this, and so, yeah, if I had gone over there, and it was still available, that's one I would get, and-
0: Oh, yeah, Mace having a purple lightsaber, it was, like, I don't know what, like, just how gendered we have things, I was like, oh, this is the cool girl lightsaber. Yes,
1: of- yes, <laughs> that's literally, literally my, my train of thought, like, as a kid, um, but yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, cool, like, because I knew, because I've always been, like, Light side, so I knew I didn't want to have red. Like it was always like I don't want to have red. I was basically cool with any color besides red. So I could have like blue. I could you have green.
0: Bad and you didn't want to be evil.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't want to. I was not. I was. Yeah, I wasn't a I wasn't a dark side kid. I know some people were, and I wasn't. But I was I like support you. <laughs> um, I'm a dark side apologist, but it's not the same thing. So, um. Cool. but yeah I remember I'm like okay blue and green are fine but if if it's like a perfect day then I'll get purple um and yeah I have like I have like obviously like vague memories of like the movies in the background of my childhood but for me the that moment of like playing with lightsabers as a kid like really cemented into me like oh this is really cool and like this Mm -hmm. is so fun and Yeah, like, you had mentioned, yeah, like, there's so much, like, imagination that extends from that, and I don't know, It's just, it was such a creative, I don't know, not even an outlet, just something creative to do as a kid. I mean, like, it was just so unlike...
0: Star is just such a rich, like, universe. Yes. And, like, I think that because so much of, like... We, like, we grew up with Star Wars, but now we'll, a lot of, like, Star Wars fans are adults, and so, you know, we're creating podcasts, we're creating art, doing all this stuff. We kind of forget that, like, Star Wars is in, like, first and foremost for children, and, like, that's why George Lucas created it, was, like, he made it for kids, and, like, it for, when you watch kids, like, if you don't have any, like, kids that you can go hang out with in your life like watching kids love Star Wars is just like the most like renewing thing because like there can there's always Star Wars drama there's always stuff happening but like watching a little kid love Star Wars you're like yep that's why it's here that's yeah. why we have it and that's why we love what we love
1: yeah I I remember i I don't have any kids yet Um, so the closest thing, and I don't have any young siblings, so the closest thing I can get to that is my aunt and uncle have, um, six kids under the age of, I think the oldest one's turning nine this year. And so, and, um, when the, when the eldest was, I think six or seven, somewhere around there, I started introducing him to Star Wars and it was kind of, it wasn't like a force thing, but I just was like, you know, if I had, yeah, yeah, if I, I think, I would mention, like, the movies or I would, like, I would be playing, like, a game or something and he would be curious and now it's to the point where every time I come over to their house, he has, like, this new Star Wars book that he wants to show me or he's built- he- and it's not even, like, like, they'll have- they have the Star Wars Legos but they'll build- I have this picture of him. He built a droid that wasn't, like, a part of a set. He just, like, built this thing and was, like, this is a droid. Like, I made this droid and I was, like, this- This is what it's about. Like, this, for me, like, like, there's, yeah, like, there's a lot of cynical stuff that happens in fandom. But for me, getting to see that, oh my gosh, it's so refreshing. Like, and I don't, I mean, like, I know that, you know, all the kids I saw at Celebration who were, like, dressed up, it's just, like, that just really really warmed my heart because that's what it's for
0: any picture um, of like a baby ray like if, oh. if you were dressed as ray and you were under the age of like eight my heart immediately melted <laughs> and I wanted to adopt you as soon as I saw your picture <laughs> in celebration. like that's just the rule
1: it was there were so many cute kids and I couldn't handle it like it was oh. and I don't even think like it wasn't even that wasn't even something I had thought of because I was just like I don't know I just hadn't thought of it and then when I got there I was like overwhelmed in the best possible way like there's so many kids and it's so cute and just like this is the future right here like this is the future not only of like fandom but also of the world so like to see all these kids who love this thing so much Mm -hmm. it was just so refreshing for me um but going into the bulk of our episode I would say this is the bulk because we have a lot of these um
0: yeah, and so we, we asked <laughs> um on our on our episode last week and then we also tweeted out about it and asked for people to just tell us you know it however long they wanted to take to tell us just what was their moment that they first remember like loving star wars or their favorite moment with star wars and we got so many responses <laughs> like, i understand the lady and i've been texting like all week and we're like People keep people like us. People are like actually <laughs> answering our questions. Like what is this? I thought we were gonna get I, many people. And we I am so many. like,
1: I am floored at the amount of responses that we got. Like I, I don't like when we got. I think w- when we had gotten like five, I was like, oh my god, we got five responses, and I was freaking out. And now it's like significantly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like significantly more than five. But when we got five, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we have five people who like wanted to say something about it." <laughs>
0: Whatever. If you <if> responded <laughs> to us, like every single person who responded to us, we were like, "Oh my gosh, oh my goodness, this is actually happening." People listen to us. The people like us. People like Star Wars. So yes, you made our day. Every single person who responded, and now we are going to read. The submissions and like I am 90% sure that we got every single one but if we did not like I am very very sorry we like combed through everything yeah like, I every combed everything
1: yeah I was the last person I went through my personal Twitter and I'm pretty sure I like I cross-referenced with everything that Brooklyn had already written down and I'm pretty sure that I got everything but yeah again if we for whatever reason missed you we're really sorry we, oh, <laughs> we got
0: we, will, we, we will the next episode and we will do like something else for you we're very sorry
1: yeah we <laughs> should do like we should make like a google thing where people can submit you know what i mean like that one of those like been
0: a better idea but you know what we didn't do that did
1: we? <laughs> well next time next time we'll do that yeah. um so i think we should just like um alternate so like you read one and then i'll read one so yeah. um if you want to start us off with the first submission that we got
0: yeah so our first one is from OBS the shark at lynn factor said when i was a kid when the prequel i was a kid when the prequels were coming out and my parents thought i was too young to watch them about two years later i bought a box set of one through six and binged all the movies in chronological art- order i had no idea at the time lol i loved them so much that i did it all in two days in a row
1: Oh That's my gosh. Really cool. <laughs> I love that so much. That's truly like a person after my own heart, really. Um, oh,
0: yes. We, like, we'll like we just sit down and be like, yep, we're just going to go through all of it right now.
1: Yeah. Um, the next one we got was from Kayla Wren at ID Kayla. And she said, my favorite Star Wars memory is going to my first Star Wars celebration this year and being with all my Twitter mutuals. And I had the amazing pleasure of meeting Kayla and... She's lovely, and I'm so glad that she was able to attend, and I'm so glad that that's her favorite memory. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So our next one is from Connellberg at Connellberg. My first memory is watching A New Hope and being afraid that Vader was going to come blow up Earth. <laughs> <Our> <laughs> mem- another memory is being at, being at a babysitter and being allowed to watch Reve- uh, nope, Return of the Jedi while the other kids napped. The thing that makes me love Star Wars most is that it is, it is about love and redemption.
1: Oh, preach. Preach. <laughs> that's
0: the whole thing about it.
1: Yes. Our next one is from Nick is Home Now at Snarkcast One. And he wrote I don't remember a lot of my childhood, but I do remember Ewoks. Return of the Jedi was my favorite movie growing up, and it's still in my top two. I still cry when the Ewok dies. And honestly, Ugh. that is so relatable.
0: <laughs> right with you, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's they're they're so lovable I mean they are murder bears but they're also really lovable so
0: murder bears okay I know about the whole murder bear thing so growing I did not know that like there was a discourse around Ewoks and that it like (laughs) they were so divisive like I just loved them as a kid and like I have, like, I have an Ewok keychain that I got at Disneyland, like, my junior year of high school, and it has been on oh, my- Oh, is it the,
1: is it the fluffy one?
0: Yes. Oh, and I have no that one, anymore too. ...anymore, because it's been, like, seven, eight years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I've always just loved Ewoks, like, uh, Return of the Jedi was probably my favorite of the tril- original trilogy growing up. I watched it just a lot, and- I didn't know until I got older that people were like, oh, Ewoks are creepy. Like, oh, Ewoks are murder bears. Like, they have dead eyes. And and I was like, wait, what? Not everyone finds them to be, like, so adorable and, like, ready to beat people up? I love that.
1: Yeah, no, they're...
0: I did not know they're, of course, with it. I mean,
1: as a kid, you know, I mean, like, you know how you wouldn't know. Because you're just watching them and you're like... Oh, these I love I love these characters. I love what, you know, I love this. Like they're so cute. They're so little. Um but yeah, I I definitely always love them even though I mean, like I think I was like cuz my dad, I remember like I remember him, you know, mentioning like that he wasn't like a, the biggest fan in the world. So that's how I was like I mean, it wasn't that he didn't like them, but he was like they're not like my favorite. And so that's why I was like maybe not everybody loves them, but then yeah, yeah oh
0: I know I started, like, wading into the Star Wars world, and I was like, wait, murder bears? Why is everyone calling them a murder bear?
1: (laughs) Yeah, when I got got older, I was like, oh, this is, like, actually, like, a thing that people, like, people are not, like, here for these characters. (laughs) Which was, like, so weird to me, because I, for me, like, one of my favorite, I think I mentioned this, I mean, I love, I love, like, I love, like, the droids, but I also love, like, the creatures and, like, the aliens. Like, I love, I'm here for everything, so I was, like. That was, like, perfect for me. I was very, very excited about the Ewoks (laughs) when I first saw them. Um, But, yeah, so uh, do you want to read the next one that we got?
0: Yeah, so our next one is from Alex Kane, at Alex J. Kane. I saw Empire at my hometown theater in 97 with my dad, not yet knowing who Vader was in relation to Luke. A couple weeks later, we went to see Return of the Jedi, and those movies have haunted me ever since.
1: (laughs) When I first read that, I audibly laughed out loud. (laughs) Like that was so good.
0: I love that it's like yes, we all love Star Wars, but also it kind of haunts us and it never leaves our brain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it definitely is a catch twenty-two, like hundred percent. So the next one that we got is from Daye Stan, which if you don't know. It's the it's the name that fandom has assigned to the medic in the Vader comic. And it's at, <laughs> yeah, at French Raylo. And um, it says, the first scene I really remember latching onto was the parade scene in The Phantom Menace. Padme has a gorgeous white pink dress, and I was slash am enraptured.
0: It is and an underrated <laughs> Padme dress, that parade yes. dress.
1: Also, that music, the Augie's, like, Great Municipal Band or whatever the name is.
0: It's beautiful.
1: It's so good. And, like, honestly, if you ever just want to, like, pump yourself up, like, put it on because it's so good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the next one is from Watch His Voice and His Heart Break at Star underscore snipers. My friend was retweeting a lot of Raylo many days straight, and it finally convinced me to watch Star Wars. I started with episode seven, though, but episode eight, with all its emotionally charged scenes, got me hooked.
1: And, I mean, honestly, for me, I'm of the mind of, like, it doesn't really matter what your entry point is, as long as you, you know, as long as you're in the fandom, you're completely welcome. Um,
0: I have to say, like, which... They made *Force Awakens* knowing that it was going to be the entry point for many kids, many people. Like that, like that's just the nature of it. Yes, I'm like I have had friends who I have like in like like they. It's rare to find a person who's like doesn't know what *Star Wars* is and doesn't have know, like, the name Luke Skywalker or Vader, but they haven't necessarily watched the movies. And I think having even that. Amount, like I said before, like I, I introduced one of my best friends to Star Wars, and I started her with The Force Awakens, and she loved it. And I think almost having that, like, I know who Vader is, I know who Luke is. It almost puts you in the same mindset as Rey, and as like the characters in the story that like they know who these people are. They're the they're the stories, they're the legends, but they don't know the ins and outs of it. And then going forward in the galaxy, and I think that, like, I understand wanting to have the, like, you know, go through the original trilogy, you know, people advocate for starting it A New Hope, people advocate for starting it Phantom Menace, but honestly, I am, a, I'm to- like, if you've never watched Star Wars before, I think that Force Awakens can be a really great point to start.
1: Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's definitely, like, it's one of those movies where, obviously, if you've seen, the previous movies it does like completely enhance that experience but if you go into that movie not having seen any it's pretty easy I feel like to understand there's obviously moments that are like callbacks that you might not at that point understand the weight of but you will be able to understand the plot and the characters without a problem oh yeah so yeah I'm really glad that they structured that movie like that um because yeah it is it is a great entry point and I know a ton of people who The Force Awakens was their entry into the fandom. And that's awesome to me. That's really cool. Um, because that's cool. That just shows, like, that 40, you know, 40 plus years later, we're still getting new fans to this amazing thing. So that's really, really neat. Um, <clears throat> so we, the next one is um, Carol at, classic Kylo and she wrote to get why my dad loved star Wars seven-year-old me watched the first prequel enchanted by lightsaber battles speeders and characters I went into the second and fell in love with Padme and Anakin's story with the first note of Across the Stars, I knew I would love Star Wars Forever. And honestly, that's yeah. the mood because Across the Stars is a beautiful piece of music.
0: Across the Stars is one of the most beautiful pieces of music just across the board, let alone Star Wars music, let alone like movie score. Like it is so beautiful.
1: Yeah, I guess you could say it's one of the most beautiful pieces of music across the stars. But... Um, hey.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: sorry, sorry for the bad joke everybody but I, I really could not resist <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it
0: a lot alright so our next one is from Katie Loves Ray at Ray Dio Gaga I saw The Force Awakens in theaters when I was 11 I've been a huge Star Wars fan ever since Ray has been my favorite character and I've always looked up to her what I love most about Star Wars is the family dynamic and the way that the movies bring people together and I Ugh. love that. That is, like, so much of what Star Wars has been for, like, I within the last few years of my life, Star Wars has become something that I have, you know, interacted in a fandom with and, like, made friends through and stuff like that. But for a majority of my life, loving Star Wars was a family affair. And it yes. was a family thing. And so I love that, like, I love the way it brings people together. And I love that the theme of family is within the like movies as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love that so much. Um, so our next one is Lay Saw Endgame at Lesbrian's, which I love yeah. that at name. Yeah. Um <laughs> when I was about five years old, my dad took my brother and I to see the Phantom Menace in theater and I became obsessed with it. I started watching all of the Star Wars movies and got more obsessed to the point where my whole room was Star Wars themed. And yeah. oh that's Honestly, like, as a kid, that is goals. Like, that really is something to aspire to. <laughs> yeah.
0: My brother had, like, Attack of the Clones bedspread. And it oh was, like, God. just giant Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Padme faces. Like, that was the majority of the bedspread was, like, the blanket was their faces and the pillow was the three of their faces.
1: <laughs> I love that so much
0: (laughs) oh wow i like did not remember that was a thing until 30 seconds ago
1: (laughs) (laughs) the subconscious is a crazy thing
0: it it brings stuff out man (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay our next one is from eris at uh c-e-t-t-e-r-e-i-n-e I remember my brother, he was 14, putting on a new hope for my sisters and I, we were all five, and said, if you guys don't like this, I'm disowning you. So I was scared to watch it, but we loved it and have loved Star Wars ever since.
1: I, I love that story.
0: Right <laughs> relate to your big brother. I know, like, the lady said earlier when she was introducing, like, is he your nephew your cousin?
1: Yeah, it's technically my cousins, but they're, He's like, of the too. age where they could be nephews, basically.
0: Right. Like, you were like, I wasn't... I was just, like, letting him see it. Like, no, I was full (laughs) indoctrination. Like, I was like, listen, every single one of you are going to love Star Wars. And, like, you (laughs) don't have a choice. (laughs) That is is my big sister philosophy with all of my siblings. And you know what? It has worked so far. All of them love Star Wars. So I think it's a pretty good strategy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hey, it worked. (laughs) It, It clearly worked. Um, so the next one is from Greg the Dissatisfied at Creature124. And he wrote in and said, The thing I love most about Star Wars is the enthusiasm of its fans. I like everything about Star Wars about at about a six or a seven on the dial, but seeing people take those things and turn them up to turn them up at 11 fills me with joy. And I totally agree. I think, I mean, obviously. We all love this amazing saga and we all love this piece of art. But I think that, you know, seeing what fans do with their love for Star Wars, whether it be fan fiction, fan art, um, podcasting, um, what have you, that to me is really cool because it shows that this really really does make an impact on people's lives to the point where they want to create content for other people based on this thing that they love, which is so, so cool.
0: Oh, yeah. And our last one is from Jenna at a underscore constant underscore WIP work in progress. Um, my earliest memories of loving Star Wars were, were when I was four years old, sat way too close to the front of the TV, watched a rented VHS copy of episode one from Blockbuster. The pod race and the final duel blew me away and I wanted a blaster like Padme's. The rest is history.
1: Oh, that's yes, absolutely. Totally agree. Oh my goodness. Yep. Those, I, and I, th- I love hearing the stories of people whose entry into fandom were the prequels. I think that's really, really cool to hear too.
0: And I think that is so many people now.
1: It oh really yeah. Cause,
0: is. and like that, yeah. was, you know, that is part of <laughs> you do the prequels is the like love that they have gotten in recent years because the people who, grew up with them and who fell in love with star wars because of the prequels because that's what they were watching when they were kids are now here and we have voices that were loud enough to be like these movies were good we loved these movies and like we love yeah. the people who made them
1: yeah these movies were formative to our childhood years and they're important and they're relevant and they're part of the canon and they should be recognized as such um but yeah i i i love i mean obviously i love hearing anybody's entry points but i especially you know even though we weren't of the age we were born close enough to the time where for me that's that holds a special place in my heart hearing people who entered the fandom due to the prequels because that's like all the 90s babies so that's really really cool um and to close this episode out we wanted to make an introduction so brooklyn and i decided a
0: little announcement
1: just a just a teeny announcement no big deal um so we created a patreon page um if you're unfamiliar with patreon basically it is a website where you can pledge an amount of money monthly to us and in exchange for that you, there are um reward tiers so depending on how much money you pledge each month. Um, there's different levels of rewards that you get for from us and our podcast. So
0: yeah, and like Patreon is specifically for like creators, people who you know are putting out content, and so it's to help people, you know, have a source, you know, however small, a source of income for that. Because like, and for us, it's creating this podcast and. We love doing this, but creating a podcast and hosting a podcast isn't free, and so being able to um, offset that a little bit with the Patreon, uh, we're really excited about, and we're excited about the perks that we have decided on for you guys who do, if you decide to become one of our patrons.
1: Yes. So, You can find our page at www.patreon.com slash a Star Wars story podcast. So if you want to go check us out there and I'm just going to be talking about the three tiers we have currently. So our first tier is $1 a month. And at this level, you will have access to our podcast episodes up to 24 hours earlier um, than they will be released to the public. And your name's going to be read at the end of every single podcast. which you know for a dollar a month like that's a pretty good deal you get it you get the episode early and you get your name included in the episode which is really neat
0: yeah um, and with all, with all of these like there the way that patreon works if we do any posts if we you know ask questions or something like that just specifically on patreon um you'll be able to see them at, and they'll they, they will be open like to the general public so you'll be able to see them either way yeah
1: yeah so there will be like a an exclusive you know, kind of dynamic of interaction between us and our patrons because, yeah, we can post things, we can ask questions, and you guys who are paying, contribu- paying contributors to this podcast will be able to have a say, which is really cool. Um Then we have our second level, which is $3 a month, and at this level, you will have all of the above benefits that I just previously mentioned, as well as having access to our Patreon-exclusive episodes. So this will include anything from commentaries, Um, after hours releases, and more. So we'll be recording episodes that will only be available to people who are paying members of our Patreon. Um, And you'll get that at the $3 level. And then at the third tier, which is $5 a month, you will get all the above benefits that I previously mentioned with both of the other tiers, as well as an opportunity to guest on our show. So if you if you contribute five dollars a month, we would love to have you on and we would love to hear your star Wars story and you can come onto our show to tell us and talk with us, which I think would be so fun yeah,
0: um we, we love we we want to have more guests, and that is a great way to do it and a great way to reward our patrons is we we want to if you if you and obviously you don't have to if you don't want to but if you <laughs> if you you know, love our show enough to, and love Star Wars enough to, you know, give us $5 a month. We would love to just hang out with you for everyone to hear.
1: And we try to, Brooklyn and I try to talk with each other about um, episodes pretty early before we, you know, we try to plan a few weeks out. So if we, we can always mention, you know, if there's, if there's a topic that you'd like to join in on or like to Add in on, um we could you know you could maybe like request a specific week if you would like to do that um because yeah, everybody like has
0: for, for example the next the next little bit of our um episodes we're going to be rewatching all of the Star Wars movies in chronological order, so if there's one that you like want to talk about with us, let us know, and we will you know work you into that,
1: yes, because we. Ultimately, we want to hear your Star Wars story, but we also just want to hear your passion for what you love in Star Wars. So if that pertains to specific moments in any of the movies, please let us know, because we would love to hear your thoughts on those. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that that is our Patreon. Um, we hope you go check it out. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> we hope you have an amazing May the 4th. And yeah. Yeah. I don't so, I don't I don't think there's anything else yeah, we could is, say.
0: This is a this is a shorter episode. Um but yeah, so like I said before, we're going forward for the next little bit, we're gonna do, you know, a grand rewatch starting with episode one and just going yes. chronological order down through the movies. Um right now our plan for that is to watch a movie, like so have so next week our episode will be on the Phantom Menace. And then the following week, it will it won't be on Attack of the Clones. It will be on something that we specifically want to dive in deeper to, um, most likely pertaining to a Phantom Menace. And so, just going like on that pattern down from there. So, yeah, next week we're going to be exploring the Phantom Menace, and. Yeah, so we're super excited about that.
1: Yes, we are. And I think the only thing, I mean, I know we say this at every at the end of every episode, but specifically because it is May the 4th, I think the only thing we can say is may the force be with you.
0: May the force be with you.
1: And don't forget to follow us. Um, Brooklyn is at Brooklyn Bound, which is br 0 I am at Delaney Danvers. And our podcast Twitter is at A-S-W-S underscore podcast. And yeah, be sure to follow us there to get um, r- real-time updates on both our podcast And I guess our lives, if you're interested in that. Um, You can communicate with us directly there. And please go give us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to our podcast on the Apple Podcast app, go leave us a review and we will read it on an episode. Um, Thank you so much.